Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Today is Friday, February 9th. Good morning. I'm Scott Jagow. And I'm Debbie Monterey. For at least the fifth time since December, a St. Louis police car is involved in a crash. A Thursday's incident left officers with minor injuries. It happened at Euclid and Page. The police car crashed into a fence at the New Bethlehem Missionary Baptist Church. KMOX asked the police public information officer what caused the incident. We were told they have no further information. Five other crashes, including the police car that slammed into Bar PM, have been reported. Two of those five at 20th and Olive and Sarah and St. Louis Avenue involved the police cars rolling over. At least two of the incidents, including the Bar PM one, the collisions involved probationary police officers. Maria Kina, KMOX News. Meanwhile, a St. Louis County Republican is again proposing the state take over the St. Louis City Police Department. Representative Brad Chris tells KMOX he's renewing his call for state officials to appoint the city's police board. This is not a crime plan. This is about building a foundation of a structure that is completely diminished, demoralized by the city administration. Chris says he recently met with Chief Robert Tracy. Does he have an issue with the administration? No, I think he's getting along great with the administration and, uh, you know, Tashara has changed her tune a little bit. Chris is referring to St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones, who ran on a platform of defunding police and shifting resources to social services. Last year, Jones backed an increase in the police budget, which included raises. Chris says his measure would take local politics out of policing. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. The president of St. Louis's Firefighters Union, Daniel Clark, wishes Mayor Jones would support their union like she did others while they were on strike. This is a labor issue. We are their labor. This is the, the same kind of thing. And it's interesting that they don't stand in solidarity with us on this. And I'm not talking about the Board of Aldermen because they do. I'm talking about the mayor. Clark's comments came in response to the mayor's letter announcing she opposes a bill returning the new firefighter pension program to the old one. The bill faces a key test in front of the full board of aldermen today, but Clark is confident it could be vetoed. We feel pretty confident that the majority of the board of aldermen, enough to enough to beat a veto, has seen this thing and has been educated enough to vote the, the, the correct way to support support firefighters on this. Last year, Mayor Jones did veto a similar bill. Descendants of slaves who built St. Louis University are demanding billions of dollars. The amounts that we're talking about start at about $365 million if you use the lowest rate of interest. And remember, compound interest is something else. So we're going from $365 million to $70 billion depending on the interest rate. Now, somebody say, how'd you get to $70 billion? Answer, 6% compound interest. That is Julianne Malveaux, a labor economist who says the number only accounts for labor wages. The group of descendants made the announcement during a press conference and teach-in yesterday on campus. In a statement, SLU says, quote, Our participation in the institution of slavery was a grave sin. We acknowledge that progress on our efforts to reconcile with this shameful history has been slow, and we regret the hurt and frustration this has caused, unquote. Also at St. Louis University, this is finally being tested. St. Louis University researchers are enrolling participants in a study to test a new one-shot vaccine to protect against both COVID and the flu. Dr. Sarah George is an infectious diseases specialist at St. Louis University School of Medicine and a researcher at SLU's Vaccine Center. Well, when you give two vaccines at the same time, and this goes for all vaccines, you always have to wonder, is the immune system going to sort of see the one but not the other? Are we going to have the phenomenon of what we call immune interference? 
Um, so if they're bundled together in the same shot, might you make antibodies to flu and not COVID or COVID and not flu? So that's the reason that we need to study them bundled together. SLU is looking for 150 volunteers. You must be between the ages of 18 and 64 and have not had a flu or COVID vaccine in the past six months. For more info, call SLU at 314-977-6333. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. When it comes to the big Mardi Gras celebration in Soulard, what's the biggest problem police deal with every year? We asked that question to St. Louis Police Major Pierre Benoit. He says crowd dispersal at the end of the night is their biggest issue. By like 7, 8 o'clock, things seem to, we'd like everybody to disband, you know, and that seems, that's been a little issue in the past. Benoit adds they'll have plenty of officers on hand to handle the crowd this weekend. Sean Malone, KMOX News. KMOX's Brad Choate is in Chesterfield. It's the 24th annual Hardy's Rise and Shine fundraiser for HeatUpStLouis.org. This year's slogan is Have a Heart, Heat a Home. Here's how it works. Go buy your local Hardy's this morning and for a $1 donation, you get a sausage or egg biscuit. It's as simple as that and your money stays local to help those in need pay heating bills this winter. We also have collection canisters for additional donations at the restaurants. At the Hardee's on Chesterfield Airport Road, Brad Choate, KMOX News. From the KMOX Business Desk, the Bell Fountain Gardens Nursing and Rehab Facility in North County closed temporarily in April of last year. It never reopened. Now the building in almost eight acres will go up for auction. Built in 1988, the facility was rated a one-star nursing home by Medicare. An inspection in April of 2021 found 32 health violations, also 39 complaints that resulted in a citation. The starting bid in the online auction that begins February 20th is $250,000. A longtime St. Louis businessman who drove the commercialization of carbon fibers has died, Zolt Rumi sold his company Zoltec in 2014 and moved to Florida. He died last week at the age of 81. Rumi came to St. Louis in 1966 to take a job at Monsanto. In 1988, he entered the carbon fiber manufacturing world. Eventually, he created the world's first low-cost carbon fiber factory. Rumi was born in Hungary and arrived in the U.S. as a 14-year-old war refugee fleeing the Soviets. I'm Debbie Monterey. The St. Louis All Local Podcast is produced by the KMOX News Team. Get all the local news you need on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.